Well, welcome to another broadcast of Obstruction to Justice. I'm Ann Moles, and today we're joined by Mrs. Alexis Pascal. She's a wife, a mother, and home tutor. Uh, Mrs. Pascal will talk about how she and her family have adjusted to tutoring her family from home while the children are required to stay home for school during this COVID epidemic. Oh boy. Welcome, Mrs. Pascal. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thanks. And thanks for joining today. Yeah. Well, you know, I tell you, um, uh, Alexis, I'm going to call you Miss Alexis there. You are uh, a really real inspiration, okay? Because it's kind of tough. It's kind of difficult right now what's going on in this uh, COVID environment, you know? Uh, I tell you uh, what what I've known, and I'm just going to kind of just kind of usher us in to where you can share about what's going on and how you handle it, but you are married, right? So you're married and you and your husband decided, look, this COVID is here. You all have four wonderful children. Okay. Now I've met them, four wonderful children and they're school-age children. Three of them are school-age children. So from what I understand, you and your husband have decided to uh, have you stay home and work with the children and tutor the children, of course, while he goes to work. Now, this might sound kind of old school to people, but that's how it's being done at the Pascal household. It, yeah. Am I right about it? It is. That's true. Okay. All right. Now, I want to know, and I'm sure everyone wants to know, huh? how do you do it? Tell us about your day. Okay, well, I wake up at six o'clock every morning. My alarm goes off. I don't care how tired I am. The kids, I feel school, me and school, you got to go every day. I don't care how tired I am. So I get them up. First, I get up. Then I get to turn on everything lights, shower. Then after I do that, I'm like, okay, line up. It's time to take a shower. Let's go. So, one by one. Yes. <laughs> Line up. So one by one from the youngest to the oldest or whoever gets up first. Then after that, next person got to line up, get show, get ready to get in the shower. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. Then after that, I treat them like they're going to school. Because, I mean, right after they get done, they have to be in school. So they get up, they get dressed, they brush their teeth. Then after that, it's breakfast. Then after that, they got at least 10 or 15 minutes to where they could clean their room up, get ready for the day. Because right after that, school starts. Okay. So it sounds like you you have them on a regimen, a routine. Yeah. 
Sounds like you have them on a routine. And, and that's kind of important that to keep children, I believe, do. And, and even with myself as an adult, I like my routines. I can accomplish things. I know what's expected. And this, this COVID, I mean, really has thrown everybody off when it comes to scheduling and, and making uh making supporting all of what needs to happen as far as the children are concerned um, now so the day starts you get your children together and they're on a routine and the day starts so who has to log on first <laughs> how do they do it you know you know because we hear about it in the in the news parents have to you know they're there most parents have to go to work that you know, we have single mothers that work, uh, single fathers that work, and in both households, the parents work in the household. But what is it that? How does the the process work for those that don't know? How does the process work for a child to attend school from home? Well, if whoever gets done with their breakfast first, they have to open up both the laptops because. Two of them are in school. Actually, three of them are in school, but one is in Head Start. That's the little one. So he really doesn't know anything about logging on. So whoever gets known first, that person has to open up everybody's laptop. And then that person, which is my daughter, because she gets done first, she logs on. And then they've probably been on the laptop from last night. So I just tell my son, okay, go log on. And then that's when they'll log on. So okay. basically right after one or the other. Okay, so they do have laptops. Now, who provides the laptops? Or are they laptops? Are they tablets? Or are they laptops? All laptops. All Two laptops. are school provided. Um, and one is my own laptop. Okay. And my phone. Oh. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's a tough day right there. Yeah. So the laptop now to get on the network of course, our mobile phones, we have, um, you know, mobile data and everything. So do they send home a uh, a hotspot or what is it? How does that work to get on the network? They, so I don't have internet. I don't have cable. They end, I told them and they ended up providing their internet, whatever internet, well, their internet. And then they also provided them with laptops. So that, that way, they can still do work from school, but at home. Okay. Okay. Now we have also been working with a project, uh, ASBNC training and consulting. We have a project that it is the ASBNC fun and learning mobile tutor project. Okay. And we've worked with, other nonprofit organizations to support the tutoring effort. So part of what we've done, and I'm just going to go out here and share uh, our, at our website here, I'm going to show this and we'll go out here and I'll just share this. Yeah. So here we've always supported youth fun and learning projects. Uh, we sponsor a annual, an annual event or sometimes twice a year 
but at least once a year, we sponsor an event where students uh, can learn and experience different career opportunities. So, well, one year we went to the fire station, and so those that would be interested in uh, working as an emergency uh, person and fire station or uh, EMT, they did a, a great job in in sharing with the students about or the children about what that daily job looked like. Now, the scholarship fund, we have an option out here on ASBNC Training and Consulting. It's the Fun and Learning Project, and you would click on the scholarship fund, and we've always had this out here where someone or a person, if you were interested, you can actually click to donate just $5. And what that would do, that would provide scholarships uh, where we also support nonprofit organizations that provide tutor learning support for kids ages 12 on up through high school. Okay, we don't say ages K or kindergarten, rather, on up through uh, the 12th grade through high school. And what this, uh, what the workshops do, like I had mentioned, is that we talk about uh, the youth learn about different types of careers through the fun workshops. And uh, they're designed for learning and, and showing children, introducing children to various career and business learning experiences. I think that that's one thing that children don't get enough of. They, they don't get exposed enough to what a, a business options could be, you know. Uh, now, your children, uh, Alexis, your children, what do they want to do? Do you have they shared about what they want to to do when they get older? Well, <laughs> one son wants to be the Hulk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my other son wants to be a firefighter. Okay. And, my daughter, I don't know. She hasn't told me yet. Besides, I want to be a mommy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, no, no, um, mommies. Well, you know what? I, I get it. She's She has a great mom. So, you know, and, and that's another thing, too. I commend you because a lot of times uh, couples, they are not choosing to make sure that the children are, you know, safe and well, not so much, not, not that they're safe, but I'm talking about in an educated home environment. This is a home school pretty much, right? Isn't that what's going on? Yes. Yeah. So I get it. Homeschool. And then too, the, uh, the son that wants to be the Hulk now, see that that's wrestling, though. What is that? Is that with the wrestlers? They he might watch. Do they get a chance to see them on TV? No, they watch Avengers all day long. Oh, okay, okay. So Avengers, that's the, the those are the heroes, and that's why he mm -hmm. wants to be the Hulk. But mm -hmm. with that too, here as an educator, a home tutor, a home educator, you're, you know, taking the time to teach your children. Uh, now, this is a requirement because of the COVID epidemic. Uh, we, most, most children would be in school unless they were like homebound or where they, um, you know, had to stay home from school because of their behavior or something. Most kids would be in school, wouldn't uh -huh. they? Yeah. Uh -huh. 
So it, it sounds like what the school district is doing is that they're providing the equipment so that the student can learn. And of course, you being that great mom, you're providing that home tutoring support that they need to stay focused and continuing in learning. Uh, what we found too with the project that we've been working with, uh, we work, we're working with another other nonprofits besides um, our partner nonprofit, <laughs> LFHHM. But we, what we're seeing where, is that the students that come in may not, they may not even know, even though they're in the first or second grade, they're not familiar with even the alphabet. Yeah, the alphabet. Now, how did you see how um, how well your children were adjusted to being on the same learning plane as is to be expected? So, your children are what uh, maybe first, second grade. Um, I have a head start. Okay. A first grader and a third grader. Okay. So, so it's, not, it's not so much as they're close, but. Is they're learning all the same things and what my daughter already knows, she's helping her brothers and helping okay. me too. Okay. All right. So what did you find that your children were on that learning level of where they needed to be, or did you find that they were behind? Um, I feel like they're behind because it's some stuff that I'm learning from the teachers as well as they are. Some stuff that the teachers is teaching them, I'm like, yeah, like it's it's exciting to actually be back in school. Okay, all <laughs> right. To learn the same things over again and then to teach it down to my sons and my daughters, like, okay, let me help you because one son he cries. This the this the one that just started school and okay. he cries because he wants to go to school. And then I'm like, okay, well let's just sit down, let's work it together. It's not so much as me pushing him to do it. It's like, okay, you upset, let's just take the time, relax. Then when you're ready, let's go back. And then I let him choose, okay, I want to do work or I don't want to do work. So it's it's so different. Okay. So he has that option right now being the preschooler. He can do that now. So what I'm hearing is that your children, when you actually started getting into the tutor process and working with them, you saw where they may have been behind a little bit. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. And we're finding that too. Uh, well, the, the project that I'm working with, the nonprofit, we're finding that some of the students, they're not up to where they need to be. They may not know their letters. They're in the first grade, so they don't know their letters yet. They, may, they don't recognize the letters by sight. They can't read small words, simple words just yet. And what I'm finding is that what that does is that that kind of takes them back to where they're not up to speed, but they're expected to sit in front of a computer and still participate on a level that is maybe at grade level or you know, even a little more because learning there's, you should go higher. You should learn more as the years go by. Right. Well, mm -hmm. with that, the, the child is expected to be home and then they're expected to, uh, 
pay attention. Yeah. And they're expected to follow along, you know, but if they're behind, if they're not sure what uh, their ABCs are, or they're having trouble with understanding or, or even writing. Now, I want to ask you about that. Do you do you encourage your children to write? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. They had, um, when they, when we first started school, they had whiteboards. You know, whiteboards came with markers, and they came with a dry eraser. Dry eraser. I ran through so many markers, ran through so many boards, just for having to keep them clean before the next class. I'm like, no. <laughs> so I had a bunch of paper. I had a bunch of uh, journals. I have a lot of pencils. I went that way. That way is better. <laughs> Okay. Remember, they could go back. Besides, once you erase that, it's gone. But once they write that down in a journal or on a piece of paper, they can always go back and look like, okay, well, this what this is, or this what that is. That's what I learned. Okay. So, uh, what I'm finding too is to be able, and I, I'm, I'm guilty of this. I mean, we're gonna type it out, and yeah, it's kind of there. But there's something about hand to thought process where you're actually writing something out that that's part of a, a learning a learning uh, move you know if I'm going to learn I'm going to hear it I'm going to repeat it I'm going to write it down and you know the, it just to me seems like there's even more of a challenge if they're not writing so I hear what you've done you've taken to where instead of writing it on a whiteboard where it can be erased, you're using a piece of paper. Okay. I think she's going to have to come back in. All right. So, yeah, and, and that's kind of the, the point in that what is it that we're needing to do here when it comes to education? Our education system provides the education, but what I'm seeing is, is that it's even better if the, the parent is able to tutor and work with the child uh, the best that they can, right? And so we have parents who have the luxury and they've talked about it and they've decided one of the parents, you know, of course, he, they're going to go work and bring home money. And then the other parent stays home during this COVID and they can actually teach the children. You know, there's a situation where we're hearing in the news where the children are falling behind. Okay. They're falling behind because of having to learn in this environment of uh, being at home, having to pay attention, being disciplined enough, being online, even as an adult professional, you know, well, I'm not always interested in, in being online. I, I don't like meetings any kind of way. I don't care if I'm having to walk to a meeting or be online with a meeting. A meeting is a meeting. But to be online and then be able to understand all of what's going on during uh, the online session is still kind of tough for for young people. And that's something that we want to uh, we want to make sure that people are aware. We, we see you. We understand what's going on. 
And uh, there should be some answers out there for you. And one of the answers that this uh, mother, uh, Miss Alexis Pascal, Mrs. Pascal shares is that, hey, she doesn't take the whiteboard. She actually encourages the child to write. And with that, too, we uh, we do work with students uh, as well in this project. What this project does is that it will finance and provide whatever donation that you have. Uh, we will uh, work with the nonprofit. And right now we've partnered with uh, Labors for His Harvest Ministries and um, with that nonprofit to provide tutor support uh, hours for kids, grades K through 12. So tutor support hours. In other words, we would fund for a tutor to go in to an environment and teach and tutor with students, okay, even with, during the COVID. And we're working with another nonprofit that does that as well. And that nonprofit, um, I tell you, it's really without this particular nonprofit, I, it, it would be definitely challenging to do. I think that they're on the ball with what it is that they do. And there was a need and they're providing that need of opening up the doors of the facility that they have. And with that, they are uh, providing caregivers or tutors or monitors really to come in and provide monitoring and tutoring support to children so that they don't have to be home. So the school district is working with them and providing the transportation for the child to come to the facility. And then once there, the monitors are there. And the monitors and the tutors work with the children and they have a full day and then the transportation takes them back home again or the parent comes to pick them up, which is a great support to what's going on during this COVID epidemic. Uh, the question becomes again, is the education effective for children who are at home having to learn? using the the equipment that the school districts are providing, but really the equipment may be adequate. But what about the direction, the the teaching moments that are important? So as uh, soon as uh, Mrs. Pascal jumps back on, we'll be able to share. She'll be able to share more about that. Uh, while we're here, let me just go out here and I'll share the other nonprofit link here. So this is uh, the support uh, LFHHM, Laborers for His Harvest Ministries. That's who we're partnering with, ASBNC. We're partnering with them and we're able to, uh, again, provide mobile tutoring services. So the tutor would actually go to the site to support and provide tutor sessions for a group or support other nonprofit organizations that have already opened their doors 
and have set up a program where it will, that program supports children where they're transported in, they're going through the day, they're being monitored and supported and tutored, and then the transportation takes them back home during, after the school hours. So uh, these scholarship funds, and you can also give on the LFHHM volunteer uh, projects, you, you can see more information about it, but the uh, mobile, the ASBNC Fund and Learning Mobile Tutor Projects does provide the scholarships and sponsorships to nonprofit organizations that provide tutor learning support for kids, grades K through 12. And we've partnered with them. Uh, the volunteers work to tutor in reading. Of course, that's something that I think that students need to, to know. Hey, <laughs> Mrs. Pascal. Hey. Yes. Glad you're back. Oh, wow. Hey. It happened. This is technology. We're glad you, you're back. I was just sharing more. Now, as far as the reading level, that's one thing that we do support uh, when the tutors go out to tutor in the, uh, to provide tutor support and sponsorship, tutor support for the different organizations and groups. Now, what about the reading? What do you see as far as reading requirements, uh, reading materials, what reading material is provided maybe for the uh, third grader? Where does the third grader need to go to work on her reading? She actually goes on this website called Read Reworks. Okay. And, and my and my son, uh, he's in the first grade. He he's he's in a new on a new app. It's called uh, Reading Seeds. Um, it's okay, but I feel that he definitely needs to work on his reading more. We're working on that. He's getting there. If he reads a book, the same book over and over, he'll get it. But if it's oh. a new book, then a new book a day. Okay, it's kind of like starting from square one. So with the reading, uh, what we also see is that the reading, the learning to read the small words, we've had to go back and do phonics where the student has to sound out the letter so that they sound out the letter, each letter that's in the word and work with small words. So maybe, uh, I don't know how much of the phonics is done in the first grade, uh, but that's something that may be helpful too. just simply teaching or supporting them in learning in, in saying the sound that the word give the letter gives. So, you know, that letter A, ah, you know, so that, that when they see a letter A it could be a long A or short A. And that helps the child come along when it comes to reading, because then they're able to sound out that word themselves. They, they're able to do that. So let me go ahead and I'm going to share again here. So the um, we work with reading, comprehension, 
is something that's that's um, you know kind of a challenge because they uh, the the child also once they read it they need to be able to understand it. Huh? <laughs> I see. Yeah, but little one there. I can change the layout here. All right, I let me change the layout here. Okay, so we're we're good. I'm gonna go ahead and mute your mic. Yeah, so it's family, guys. The thing about family, and one challenge too, I have to give big ups to these the mothers or the parent that stays home to teach and tutor the children along in school because the job is never done. The job is never done. Are you back, Miss Alexis? I'm back. Okay. I'm back. The job is never done, is it? No. No. <laughs> no. I mean, it sounds like your morning gets started at six, but now it's, of course, it's almost uh almost uh, eight our time central so it's yeah. it's going to be bedtime coming up here but the the job is never done and like i said we have to give big ups to parents that stay home to work with the children but it's necessary because when you think about it though miss alexis when you think about it what are we looking at now these are some years if we can invest and pour into children and tutor them and help them be successful while they're little, they'll be better, better students and better young people because they're better educated. You know, I think the sacrifice is just not, uh, I think it's a, it, the, it's a little sacrifice, a small price to pay to have a, uh, a great human being contribute and be have a great human being in your family. What do you think? What's what's the sacrifice level here? What do you think about it? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I get it right now that you're in it, but what about later on? What do you think? Tell us. Tell tell us what you think about that. I think that they'll learn mm -hmm. more at home than at school. Well, I mean they learn the same, but it's just different because at home at school they just breaking it down and moving on. But at home, it's like I'm breaking it down even more because I'm here all day, even after school. So mm -hmm. even though school's out at 345, no, it, school's out at 345. But while I'm teaching, school don't stop. <laughs> I just have to stop 30 minutes from now just to come on here. So school don't stop. <laughs> okay, okay. So the sacrifice, I get it. Uh, the sacrifice that we that we even give, you know, because one thing about the sponsorship and the scholarships, too, is that uh, teachers may not get paid a whole lot. <laughs> teachers don't get paid and the tutors, you know, there's some tutors that do well. But I think the main thing is that you have to have a heart to want to do. You have to have a heart to want to help the child. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know it, it it needs to be a priority and you know i don't i don't take take away from anyone that makes a decision to say hey i still i would rather you know we'll we'll just keep going and i uh let the kid grow up the best they can i think that that's their decision as a as a person as a parent but i think you'll have a better 
a better human being in life and you'll be more pleased if you can pour into them. And that's what these organizations do. Yeah, so we definitely commend you and we commend the organizations that uh, provide that type of support. Now, uh, so the reading, the comprehension, that's something that they have to do to understand what they read. And we also uh, provide the tutoring support for uh, STEM, which is the science, technology, engineering, and math. What, uh, what projects do you see that really enhance, what's the math like? What's the math? I'm always interested in math. I'm a math person. I like math. What's uh, the math support like for you? Uh, I think that's kind of what I'm hearing with some of the parents. They're saying, oh, the math is, you know, I have to go back. It's kind of hard. What do you think it is? How's the math for you, Miss Alexis? To me, it's easy. It's just breaking it down even more. Like I could, <laughs> the teachers literally tell me to, sh they tell me to be quiet because I, it's easy. But right this, no, it's for him to do. So for mm -hmm. me, it's just more me not saying nothing and let him try to figure it out on his own. But then it even breaks it down to where they even stand it even more. Like, okay, this is easy, but how do we get this? Matter of fact, let's break it down even more to see how does this become this. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, you're breaking it down all the way, like tearing a piece of paper up to thin, nope. thin, real all right. It sounds like you're really into it. And that's that's what it's all about, having the passion as a parent to uh, to pour into the kids. Yeah, math is can be a challenge for some, but, you know, even third grade math, I think it's about repetition. Uh, yeah, my daughter's into multiplication now. And I'm like, oh, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, my son's doing uh, addition and subtraction. She's doing multiplication and division. And my other son is trying to figure out, well, what's one plus one or one apple plus another apple. Yeah. 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 So what I'm hearing too is the challenge of being able to keep up with the different grades. You have three different grades. So how do you train and teach all three different grades and, and everything. Yeah. What about the breaks? What do you guys do on breaks? Because what I'm hearing too, and what I see is that some of the students have very long breaks before they come back to class. Oh man. So they have a break. Let's see. They only long break, I want to say, is lunch and recess this time. That's like around 11.40 to 12.40. That's lunch and recess. I don't know how, I'm trying, how I get lunch and recess in that little bit of time. Because as soon as the kids come back from lunch, they're like, why are we going to come back? I'm like, I don't know. We got to come back. <laughs> so they be like, no, because they, they, they break some like five or ten minutes. That's one okay. side. Then my other daughter, she used to get over and be like, yeah, my break is from this and this. And I'm like, no, let me talk to your teacher because how you done is for school in two hours and it's only two o'clock. Mm -hmm. 
like you school and that's at 3.45. She was like, yeah, I'm like, uh-uh. So I got to text him on my phone, text her teacher. <laughs> now I, I talk to all the teachers. <laughs> they know my name personally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, that, and that, that sounds like another key is that you have to communicate as a parent, you have to communicate with all of the teachers, right? You can't trust yes. what the what the kid says, what the child is telling you. Yeah. Because nine yeah. times out of ten, they're not gonna be truthful. They're like, Yeah, oh, I worked hard. <laughs> Let's talk to your teacher and ask. <laughs> Let's see what class you're supposed to be in. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do you see as far as the the child is concerned which what what's uh your daughter's favorite class what do you see that she really gets into and she really enjoys that class the most pe oh 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 P. okay tell us how they do pe then Virtual PE. Come on, you're gonna have to tell me about that one. If she's enjoying it so much, how does she do PE and she has to go go to school from home? How does that work? Okay, so she goes to it's called specials. That's art PE. Wait, art PE and music. Them are specials. That she has that in the morning time, and then my son has specials in the afternoon time. So on her PE day, she like, yay, PE, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, shh, he in class. <laughs> okay, so how do they do the PE class? She's at home. How do they do the PE class? My PE is my front room. Oh, and okay. <laughs> I had to split it up. So that way, if someone's in class, you're not interrupting them in their class time. And if you're in specials, then you have to go to another room for specials. So that way, if y'all both in the same class time, then that way y'all both focused. They don't have okay. the same special. So it's just one person, one hour, this person, this hour. But if you're in specials, you have to go to another classroom. I mean, another room. Okay, now they go to the other room, and then how do they participate? What happens? What do you, what what goes on? Do you see them? What what do they do? Oh man, no! I hear a lot of noise. Mm. I hear a lot of noise. So, like we said, I have four kids. Mm. Them two little ones go to PE too. They running and jumping and doing whatever the teacher's doing on the. I literally, I asked the PE teacher, I'm like, because I have two little ones, it's not in school. I said, well, can my other two kids join the class? He was like, sure. So them other two joined the class. When, when a kid got PE, go on to join that PE class because you're working out. You're doing something. I bother mama. Okay. <laughs> okay. So they, they set the computer up and they can see mm -hmm. the they can what see what the teacher's doing. Mm -hmm. It's it's okay. basically it's basically like okay, they basically are in PE, but only without the teacher being in front of their face. Basically, okay. stand the laptop up, stand it all back, so that way they have room to exercise, work out, do give enough space, like six feet, but only from the laptop. Okay. <laughs> so. All right, and, and and so the other smaller ones get involved too. It's like they they enjoy PE just as much as 
as yes, uh, yes. Your, your daughter's enjoying PE. So everybody's yes, is getting their gym workout. Yes, they love it. They be like, come on, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. And see, that's, that's another thing, you know, when, when they're able, and I, I heard what you said that the room that's P you have to split the living room up. So if you get, if you have specials, then you go in the living room, but so that the other ones can continue studying. Now, do they have headphones that they work with? They did, but with the headphones, they wasn't focused. They wasn't paying attention. So mm. I had to take the headphones from them. Yes, they put the headphones on. They they look like they focus. They look like they on task. Mm. But as soon as you get to asking the teacher what they're talking about, it's not adding up to what the, the kid is talking about. So uh -huh. I took the headphones. Okay. I want to I want to focus. So good. That that's good. And you wouldn't be able to know that unless you were there. Uh, now, I want to make sure what the teacher saying is correct on what you're writing on your paper. Okay, okay. Now, because here's the thing: now, a lot of parents they're they're allowing for their children just to stay home. Mm -hmm. They're allowing for their children mm -hmm. just to stay home and monitor themselves and. Um, and everything and so they wouldn't know whether or not they're on task or not whether or not they're paying attention they wouldn't know that which is another disappointment about the uh, at home learning at home uh you know during the COVID. it's it's kind of disappointing the student wouldn't um you know the parent wouldn't know what the student is really working on but you being there you can here and participate you can say hey i uh, i don't think what you're jiving with what you're doing is the same thing as what's going on in the classroom so you can monitor monitor that that's another advantage do you see the education uh do you see this where it will continue what 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 do you see foresee it happening how do you how do you think this will go if it if you have to do it another year now you're getting well, through we got through <laughs> we got <laughs> I need another year <laughs> call me here's myself and let me get another person bam because uh, at this point I have another kid fully potty trained uh, that's four kids potty trained okay mm -hmm. call me I need far more people like me okay <laughs> It's a challenge. I hear you. Yes. That's one so far. Can you believe we almost done with the first semester? And I well, still got it, my hair. I see my hair yeah. has grown. <laughs> well, it's awfully cute and jazzy, I will say. So yeah. So the we did you get got through the first, well, it would be another you got through the first two, you got through the first section of so September or beginning of school till till uh, Christmas break. So you got through that, and now we have from January up until the end of the year, or maybe spring break or something. There's another break there that's coming up. Yes, the break that's coming up. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I think I could probably go to the end of this year. 
<laughs> but I do it another year. Nope, just clone me. I don't mind getting cloned just to help them. <laughs> you have to be a clone to, to get through this. And which is the point, I think, what you're sharing is that, yeah, I, I'm giving a year of my life where I um, am focusing on on tutoring and, and mentoring my children from home. I can get through this year, but next year you're saying I have to do it another year. Um, that right there can be a challenge I'm hearing for, you know, it's not something that you would look forward to, to doing on a oh, regular basis. Mm -hmm. No, it's, mm -hmm. not, it's not so much as it's like hard. It's so much as the supplies, like, mm. okay. You know, teachers could go out and get what they need for their student. Me, on the other hand, I'm doing this from home with no job. So it's like, okay, if I have a little money, okay, I'll get it then. But if I don't have it, then they won't have it. Then they won't have it to learn for school the next day. Okay. So. Well, that's a good point, too, <laughs> uh, because the the supply situation now, we... we um, I think we did share the, the ministry, the nonprofit that worked with your team, worked with your family, uh, did a few donations. Uh, but that's a good point. And if there's more that's needed, this definitely contact um, contact the person that you worked with before, and they'll be glad to get you more <laughs> more supplies. We'll be glad to get you more supplies, whatever you're needing in this. And that's what the sponsorship is about, guys. That's that's what we are what we share. The sponsorship is about. Oh, let me get this other this other view. Uh, it's for that. So the donations that are that are given through the nonprofit organization we partner with LFHHM, uh, Labors for His Harvest Ministries. Uh, the volunteer there and that partnership, it does provide sponsorships and scholarships. So when we say scholarships in sponsorship, you know, that does include whatever supplies. I know that uh, more tables, so folding tables, chairs, anything that you would need to set up a, a home, a home uh, learning environment for your children. We've done that. Uh, we've provided uh, ASB and C training and consulting. We've partnered with uh, nonprofits to, to support that. So definitely, Miss Alexis, contact the person that you work with. And I'm sure that they will be more than happy to get you more supplies as well. Uh, definitely get them dropped off to you. So that's a good point. That is a good point in that. What is it, right? You know, it, it does, even though your husband does work and provide, it does still take money to educate children, even from home. That's a good point. Yeah. So with the tablets or actually with the, the laptops and the hotspot, that's, uh, and come to think about it, that's something that, that we had to do we did do for school, right? We had to do school supply shopping. So <laughs> your school supply shopping list would come home with the child and then you'd go out and buy the school supplies and send the supplies home to school. 
well, school supplies are still needed, even even in this COVID epidemic. Yeah, that's a good point. So with that, uh, the children and uh, you don't you don't feel or you don't think that another another year you would you would want to do this or would you know be willing or capable. Yeah, I hear all of the challenges that. <laughs> I would love it. I would love. It. I would love to see them go to the next grade. I'm pushing mm -hmm. them like, let's go. We got oh, yeah. Like, come on. Like, ooh, I could be so. I tell them like, I could be sleep right now, but I'm helping y'all get all this work done. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you would need to be cloned. Let's just say, say another year would come. It, it would you would do it, but you'd need to be cloned because of the challenges of having to do it, being the one parent handling. Uh, all of the children and the the job never ends. We get that too. That's definitely a good point. Uh, what about the um, the single mom? And that's that's something. What what piece of advice could you give to maybe a single mother that is uh, you know having to? They can't make the decision to stay home. They have to get out there, and maybe they have an older sibling or older child that can help a younger child or or uh, maybe they they have younger children what what would you say to encourage them um don't give up oh yeah um what would i say that's a good question well that that's a good statement right there don't Ooh. give up you know, if you got through the, the first semester, first uh, few months, you can get through the other few months. And yeah, we're almost there. Um, my son's teacher said we've actually been in school for 81 days. Okay. So. Yeah, that's a while. That's a while. You know, I was thinking about that, uh, Miss Alexis, too, in that what about networking? Now yes. I know. I, yeah, I, I think I know that you have the your your children and you have the four, but uh, if there's any way to where maybe a parent could network with another parent who can stay home, so uh, maybe there would be a couple of other spots there in the home where we could set up a, a couple of other tables and. It would be like a babysitter situation, but mm -hmm. where that that person could um, I mean, it would be that person could could help the children along. So it would be networking with other uh, another woman or, you know, family that can afford to have and stay home with the children. Well, if they have a spot or two where their child could go over and um, participate that that networking i think would be uh, a good idea too if you can get that going in a safe uh, sure environment where the child could be monitored and that's something that we can come up with too as far as a list of a list of um if you if you do want to be a monitor and uh you if you do have a, a extra place where a child could participate. Maybe the a single parent could drop the child off in a babysitter situation. Of course, you know, you'd have to work out what 
the uh, babysitting fee would be. There may be some options there where there could be some assistance in that babysitting fee. And then that way that parent could continue on working and not have to worry about uh, the child being at home by themselves. Uh, yeah, I think children are falling through the cracks. We're hearing about that every day in the news media. Every time they talk about the uh, child having to stay home to, to, to go to school, <laughs> to go to school from home. We are hearing that uh, many are falling through the cracks, but there's there still has to be or should be a creative way and a safe way. There are some other organizations out there. We can network too. ASBNC, we have talked with several other organizations where maybe we can get a list and, and see who's willing and who can. And maybe we can start something out there on Facebook, Miss Alexis. I think I see you out there from time to time. Uh, maybe get a, a rolling list going of uh, different moms or families that at, stay home with their fam with their and tutor and, and teach from home. And if they have a couple of spots and a single mom or a family that just has to get out because you know they're two wage earner family and that's the only way they can make it. We have a lot of families like that. And that's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's a good thing to work. It's a good thing. Then, you the, you know, maybe they could have a support to do that. Bring that in. Like, I understand. Mm -hmm. I do. Like, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And one of them is working. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, that work from, uh, that tutoring from home is something. It is something. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, go ahead and contact us at AF, ASBNC uh, Training and Consulting. Just uh, you can drop us a line or any questions, and we'll be glad to to get in touch with you and answer as many of the questions as we can about the sponsorship program and the scholarships. If you want to donate, go out there to the ASBNC Training and Consulting the scholarship. Uh, fun and learning scholarship fund tab out there and uh, just donate five dollars it'll just be five dollars you put it in the cart and drop it off and send it through uh, we use paypal out there and then that way the students uh, we could uh, get that money it all goes it's it goes to the nonprofit organizations to help with uh, the tutoring learning support uh, to make sure that we are doing what we can as a community to help kids and families grow and continue in their education uh, during this time where they have to work from home. Miss Alexis, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Yes. The schedule that never stops. It doesn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and like I said, I've told you before, but I am proud of you and your family and mm -hmm. uh, very proud of you. And it's uh, not an easy thing, but it will. It's very rewarding. It will be a reward at the end of all of this. 
because you're going to be raising great kids and you're giving them all you can. So there's no excuses. So the child can't say, oh, remember the time when there was COVID and I had ah." (laughs) no excuses. (laughs) You were right there. You were right there. Yes, sis. Yes. Thank you so much. And we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. And thank you for joining a another Obstruction to Justice co- news commentary uh, broadcast where, of course, we discuss issues, we provide answers, and go over helpful business information. And uh, we appreciate you joining today. Again, I'm Ann Moles. And uh, take care. And we will see you next time. Justice. 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 Justice.